Welcome to the Southside Community Church Podcast with Pastor Mark Hahn. We are located at 1815 South P Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. finds me. I don't know if you remember that song or not, <clears throat> but it was a time <clears throat> uh, when he came out with that song. I listened to it a few times, and, and then, then one day I was listening to it, and I got blessed because I seen the meaning behind it, what it was all about. And it was at, at the time when uh, Courtney and Brooke both was getting married, Brooke had got married, and, and so did Courtney, a month apart. <clears throat> and, uh, and anyways, at her wedding, uh, the reception, is I had the, uh, the disc jockey to play that and give a testimony of it. <clears throat> that wherever I've been in my life, from a little boy all the way up to that time of that day, that evening that I testified, that God's grace found me, no matter where I was at. Amen? Right. It's a grace that, it's just, it is amazing. I guess that's a way, the best way you could put God's grace that it is, is amazing. Amen? Amen? And he's always given me grace to help me. He's always been there. And believe me, there's been a lot of things happening in my life than the thing that ha happened here recently. Uh, but anyway, it finds us wherever we're at. Right. <clears throat> we can't hide from God. We can't go through something that he's not there for us and with us. Amen. I don't know where I'm going to go this morning with this. <clears throat> but if you have your Bibles, I just want to read this. I might read some more scripture. <clears throat> I want to go over to Ephesians. Chapter 2, Ephesians chapter 2, <clears throat> starting there with the first verse. <clears throat> and it said, And you hath he quickened, that means made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins, were in times past. Ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversations in times past, as in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh, and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others, even as sinners. That's not in there, I added that. Here's the changing part. But God, amen, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherein he loved us, even 
when we were dead in sin, in the sins, he had quickened us together with Christ. Here it is. By grace ye are saved, and have raised us up together, and made us set together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come, he, would, he might show forth the exceedingly riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through Jesus Christ. For by grace ye are saved through faith. Amen. And not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Our dear Heavenly Father, as we come to you, Lord, this morning, I tell you the scripture here before me, Lord, is too great for me, God. I can't even begin to preach it, Lord. All the, uh, the power, all the words that are in these verses. So we pray, God, for your help. We ask for your strength today that your spirit will come and reveal these great truths to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 <clears throat> you had he quickened. Amen. <clears throat> Who were dead in trespasses and sins. <clears throat> before we became saved, before we give our heart and our life to Jesus Christ, we were dead. We were dead, listen to me, spiritually. There was no spiritual life. Amen? We were dead in trespasses and sins. Huh? We lived and we walked according to to the course of this world, huh? To the pleasures of this world. Our mind was focused, my friend, huh? On the things of life in general, huh? There was no God really to us, huh? He was one that we heard about, or we might have heard a testimony somewhere, huh? And we might see people going in and out of churches, huh? But we were in the world and church. And God was the furthest thing from our mind. Huh? We were lost in our sins, my friend. Huh? We were lost in the desires huh, to please this own fleshly body. Huh? But God, in His grace and His mercy, huh, came to us and dealt with our hearts and showed us the estate that we were living in. That we were lost and without Him. Amen. Can you grasp this grace this morning? Huh? What God has done for you and me that are His this morning. But God, huh, in His mercy and in His grace, for in that He loved us, 
Huh? Even when we were dead, he had quickened and made alive. Huh? Together. Huh? Which Christ, by grace ye are saved, and has raised us up together. I want to tell you something. We were dead. And we were headed to hell. Huh? We were dead men walking. Huh? And like the scripture says, huh? He had quickened and raised us up. You know what that means? When we pray through and ask God to come into our hearts and to forgive us of our sins and accept his son, he raised us up from that dead state. Huh? into spiritual life and give us new life. Amen? Amen. He raised us up, my friend. And the old man, huh, my friend, is now dead, but the spiritual man lives inside of us. Huh? Now we know that there is a God. Huh? Now that we know that he loves us and his grace and his mercy has been shed on us and will come to church every time the door is open. Huh? And come in and sing the hymn and rejoice with the people of God and give our testimonies by faith. Whoa! And shout about it how good it is. things that we never understood down on this earth. Huh? Praise God. By grace. By His grace. Amen. Hallelujah. For by grace you are saved through faith. Huh? And not of yourselves. Huh? It's a gift of God. Huh? It's a gift of God. Salvation, my friend, huh, is, is not of men. Huh? There is nothing that you can do, my friend, to earn favor with God. There's nothing you can do in works. I don't care. There is many people today, my friend, that don't know Christ, but they're doing so many good works. I mean, they're helping the poor. They're supporting things that, that need to be supported. They're doing the works of God. Huh? And they come to church too. Huh? But they don't know God, my friend. But yet they're still trying to do works to get into heaven. And they'll not make it. It's not my word. It's the word of God. Huh? You can't do it by works. Huh? It's by His grace. You have to accept the gift of God. And that is His Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Huh? Then after that happens, huh? it's by faith you are saved. By faith you believe. By faith you trust in God. It's by faith you believe in Christ. Died for your sins huh? and took your sins and on the cross and suffered to death to make you, set you free. Huh? You see this morning? Huh? That's what it's about. Huh? By faith. 
and we become new creatures. Then what happens? The works come in and the works of God. The works of the good things of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Huh? I want to tell you something. You don't just get saved and born again. Huh? And don't do nothing. But you do something. People see the fruit of your lives. They see how you live. Huh? And the testimony you have. Praise God. By His grace. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm glad for that. Those two words in verse 4 of God. I remember Brother Gamlin preaching on these verses. I can't remember a word that he said. Huh? I can't remember what he preached on, but I remember but God. <laughs> huh? But God stepped in in our lives. Amen. And made all the difference. Because of his grace and because of his love. Amen. When you look over here, <coughs> grace, if you spell it out, letter by letter, the G stands for God's, the R stands for riches, the A stands at Christ, and the E stands for expense. So grace is God's riches at Christ's expense. Mm -hmm. Amen? Grace, the free and the unmerited favor of God, as a manifestation in the salvation of sinners and the bestowal of blessings. God giving us salvation that we don't deserve. Amen? This grace is a grace that saves us from our sins we have committed and from the penalty that's due to us. And it also delivers us from the power of sin, listen, that controls our life. Amen? An atoning grace, listen, an abstaining grace, a strengthening grace, and an unchanging grace, and an amazing grace. Amen? I wanted to read this, but I'm not going to do it. It'd take too much time. John Newton huh, wrote the song, Amazing Grace. Huh? I read, I got the book here, but I'm not going to, I'm going to just try to go off memory. He was just a little boy, and uh, his mom was a Christian, okay? She taught him how, how to pray. She, she embedded in his little mind the scriptures, huh? But his focus was on his dad. His dad was a sea captain, huh? That sailed the seas. He was born back in 1725, something there, back in the 1700s. Huh? He wanted to be like his dad. Huh? Though his dad was never really around. He was out on sea. You know that 
sitting there with Stephen, well, they were rough men, tough guys, wild men. And then, <laughs> I didn't think of him. I didn't think of him, Joyce. <laughs> so he knows a little bit about this. <laughs> but anyhow, it said that, that before his seventh birthday, he died, or his mom died, I'm sorry. His mother passed away. He was only six years old, almost seven. Huh? And she, his dad was never around, so he went to stay with distant relatives. Huh? They never really knew him. And here was a, just a little boy, and he went and stayed in that home. Huh? And he remembered what his mom taught him. So he said his prayers at night. He, he, he what a little bit of Bible he knew. Uh, he quoted it. And then he cried. Uh, they despised him. They thought of him. The family was in. Uh, they mistreated him. Uh, they, were, they were awful to him. And at 11 years old, he ran away. And he ran to the shipyards, huh, where his dad was, huh, the captain. He found his dad somehow, and he started on that ship where his dad was. And he was hoping for a relationship with his father, but it wasn't there. His dad didn't care for him. Huh? He treated him just like the distant relatives did. Huh? 11 years old. Then he goes out huh, somewhere else in the shipyards huh, and starts working for them, whatever he can do. Huh? And he grows up in that lifestyle. He becomes a hands on the deck of the ships. And those ships, you know, would be out on sea for, for days and hours, or days and days without end. And then he would come into this port and deliver whatever goods they had, or pick up whatever goods they had. And he'd go out huh, with them then, and he'd go into the bars, and, and he, they would drink, and they would party, and they would go on and have a good time. Huh? This was his lifestyle. And he went all around everywhere. Huh? He joined the military for a little while and got kicked out because he never obeyed orders. Huh? He went from job to job, huh? And he couldn't keep those jobs because he wouldn't obey the captain, huh? He got down in Africa. He joined on a slave ship there, slave trader ship, huh? I'm just trying to cut this story short. And he joined that ship. And the captain put him in charge because he had a lot of experience. <clears throat> and the captain, one night, said, I'm gonna, whatever you're going to do, go lay down, whatever. He said, you're in charge of the ship, basically. Huh? And the story said, <laughs> he broke into the cellar, got all the rum, all the liquor out of there, and give it to all the ship. And they were drinking and drunk, huh? 
And he said that uh, uh, the writer said that he got he got so drunk and disordinated, John Newton, <clears throat> that he fell overboard and landed in the water and would drown. And one of his shipmates, huh, took a harpoon, huh? He was down in that water and there was waves and everything kind of. And he shot him with a harpoon and it went right through his side. And he reeled him in like a fish. Huh? He saved his life. Huh? And he brought him up on the ship and the captain found out what was going on. And they punished him. Put him down in the bottom of that ship. Huh? And they were and they were sailing from Africa to Scotland, if I'm right. Huh? And anyhow, he was down in the bottom of that ship. And the ship, huh, after a period of time, started taking water. Somewhere down in that ship, at the bottom of that hole where it stunk, it was pitiful. The conditions were bad. Huh? He found a book. Christianity. <laughs> huh? He found this book on Christianity, and I forget what it said in there. There was a title of it. And he started reading it, huh? In the conditions of his heart and where he was at. And he said, as he was reading that, everything that his mother taught him as a little child came back to him. Huh? And I tell you what. He got under conviction of the sins and the lifestyle that he lived. Huh? And he got a hold of God and he prayed through. Huh? And he found God. Listen to me. He had an experience huh? that was out of this world and he testified about it. Huh? God changed him. Huh? And finally, they had all those men and him too huh, dipping the water out of the ship, trying to make it to land. When they made it to land, he got back home. Huh? He found a woman, a Christian woman, and married her. He became a pastor of a little tiny church, probably about like this, just a few people. Huh? And his, his passion was preaching. He loved to preach. Huh? But another thing huh, that he loved to do huh, was to write spiritual hymns. And he wrote 280 hymns. Huh? And one of them was Amazing Grace. <laughs> Amazing Grace, huh, my friend, was his testimony. Huh? To the world of what God had done for him. Think about that. What God can do with one conversion. Change the world and change people. And we're singing about it today in this church. And every time we sing it, it affects our lives. We can testify to it. Amen? Think about that for just a minute. This song has been used all over the place, in revivals, church service, meetings, funerals, you name it, it's there. Plaques are all over the place, in churches, in buildings, huh? A 
you just sit down. Huh? After his conversion. Huh? And wrote down exactly what happened to him. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Huh? That saved a wretch. Huh? A poor lost sinner like me. Why in the world would he choose me? Why in the world, after all the things I've done, huh? the wretch that I was, why would God choose me and call upon me? Huh? I'm not worth it. Amen. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a ranch like me. I once was lost, huh? but now I'm found. Was blinded by the sins and the things of the world. Huh? No spiritual light. No spiritual light. Huh? But now I see the light. Amen. Praise God. And he said in the second verse, it was grace that taught my heart to fear. I'm going to tell you something. You know what that is? That's conviction. That's old time conviction. Huh? This is where the first step of being saved is that you have to come under conviction. If you don't think there's nothing wrong with you, if you don't think there's nothing wrong with your life and you're alright, how in the world do you want to get saved? How are you going to see the light when you're living in darkness? Huh? Huh? He said it was grace that taught my heart to fear. Now I knew where I was headed. I knew I was lost. I didn't even know if I was going to make it off of this ship or not. And die down in this stinking hall in the bottom of this ship that I'm living in. I don't even know if I'm going to make it. Huh? It was grace that taught my heart to fear. Huh? And when he prayed. <laughs> huh? And when he asked God, listen to me, huh? he asked God to forgive me. Huh? I believe in your son, Jesus Christ. I believe that he died on the cross for my sins. He took my sins personally and laid it on him. I believe it. And my fears were relieved. Huh? How precious. Listen, my friend. How precious. Did that grace appear the hour that I first believed? Huh? I want to tell you something. Huh? When he come up, up down there at the bottom of that ship, he was a resurrected man in a new life. And everybody on that ship huh, knew it. <laughs> they could see the gleam and the light in his eyes that something happened to him down in the bottom of that ship, my friend, that changed his life. And he told me about it. Huh? Praise God forever. Huh? It's grace that taught my heart to fear and grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear in the hour I first Amen?
read it. Uh, I'll get back to this third verse here in a minute. The Apostle Paul was the only man in the Bible that we know that was carried up to the third heaven. He was carried up into paradise. Sometime in a vision. Sometime we're going to go to that paradise. <laughs> to that heaven, that third heaven where Christ and God is at. He was carried up there in a vision and he said, I heard voices that are not utterly supposed to be heard by men. It was unlawful. It was not right for me to hear these things. Huh? In that vision. And he came down after that vision. And when he came out of that vision into his self, huh? God was concerned how he was going to react to that vision that he saw. Was he going to be puffed up? Was he going to think that he was higher than all the other Christians? Huh? Was he going to become, huh? Make, maybe he thought he was going to be better? He didn't know. We don't know. I don't know. What would happen to us if we see a vision like that? But God put a thorn in his flesh. Nobody knows what that thorn is. There's speculations of his eyes and all this stuff. Nobody knows. But from that time, God put a thorn in his flesh, a sickness, some kind, something that bothered him physically that was bad. It hurt him. It troubled him. Huh? He suffered with it. And he prayed huh, three times. God, please take this thorn in the flesh away so I won't have to deal with it anymore. Huh? You know what God told me? <laughs> My grace is sufficient. That's right, sister. My grace is sufficient for you. Right. And that's all you'll need. Amen? Yes. And then I thought about the third verse. One of my favorites. Through many dangers, Holes and snares. I have already. Huh? Twas grace that brought me safe this far. Huh? In other words, John Newton said, huh? I've been through some things since I've been a preacher. I've been through some things since I've been saved. Since I've been in the church. Huh? And I didn't know how I was going to get through. But thank God. Huh? The grace came and helped me through. Some of you ought to know what you're going through today. I haven't experienced it. But God's grace will help us through it and give us victory. Amen. Through many dangers, toils, and snares. And I want to tell you, the devil has the biggest snare there is. He wants to snare us. Huh? You know what a snare is, don't you? Huh? It's a trap. Huh? It's hid. You can't see it. Huh? Them animals. Huh? <coughs> Those trappers will set them snares out there. I don't even know if they're legal now. But they'll set them snares out there and camouflage them and all that stuff. And them animals will come by and they'll stick their leg in there 
Never, never even know that it was there. Can't even see it. And they shift their leg. And it don't snap like in a regular track. Huh? Once they get their foot in it, their leg in it, then they start to go away. And then it tightens up. It tightens up. And becomes tight. And there's no way they can get out of it. Huh? You see, they step in it, and it don't come up and snap them like traps. Huh? As soon as they try to get away, and they pull on it, that snare comes up. And it's tight. And it can't get away. See, thank the devil. That's what the devil wants to do. He has many snares to snare us. Huh? And give, get us to give up in this thing. Huh? He said, through many dangerous tools and snares, I have already passed. It was grace that brought me safe this far. And it's his grace that will lead me home. Amen? Amen. Praise God. You know what? I want to tell you something. In reality, we are just like those people. In the Bible, John Newton, huh? these songwriters, we're no different. We're the same kind of people. We're just living in a different time. Huh? We're just living in a different time and in a different day. But God's still the same. God never changes. Amen. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he's not going to change. He's God. Yes. Amen. Mm -hmm. I tell you what. Huh? He looked at every part of his life when he worked as him. Huh? And then he got down to the last verse. When we've been there 10,000 years, bright shining as the sun, for no less days, Seen God's grace. Then when? When he first begun. Boy, think of it. When he was saved down in the bottom of that ship, he sung a hymn. He thought of the hymn that his mom sung to him. Listen, this is my own opinion. He thought of the hymn, huh? And he starts singing that hymn, trying to quote that hymn, huh? Back when he was converted. And he's going to sing it for eternity. <laughs> huh? It is said, huh, that once we get to heaven and sing the redemption song, the song of the redeemed, huh, it said the angels will have to sit down and listen to God's people singing because they have no idea what being redeemed and being saved is all about. Huh? Uh, they're created beings. Uh, they're not like us. We're human beings. Uh, praise God. Uh, they'll have to sit down and listen to us. When we've been there 10,000 years, uh, bright shining as the sun, for no less days to sing God's praise than when we first began. Yes. Amen. I want to tell you something. It's a battle. Huh? It's a battle. Believe me. <laughs> I know you face it. Whether it's physical, whether it's spiritual, 
Whether if it's both, it don't matter. We face it. We'll go out of here today. Things will happen this week in our lives. Huh? We'll struggle along. Huh? But God's grace is sufficient. Amen. Just remember that. I'm looking for that. For what I'm going through right now. I'm looking for his grace. I gotta depend on his grace to help me do it. I can't do it on my own. I see that. How weak I am in the flesh. Oh yeah, I'm determined to do it. I'm determined to forgive out everything and go on. But yet, in my mind, I still pass it out. Right. Huh? It's still spinning. And I can't grasp it. Huh? I'm depending on his grace to me. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Right. Praise the Philippians <clears throat> chapter 4 <clears throat> verse 10 I think that's where we go he said but I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at last your care of me has flourished again wherein you were also careful careful but ye lacked opportunity. In that ways, they wanted to take care of Paul, but they couldn't. The opportunity wasn't there. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned. Listen, in whatsoever state I am, wherewith to be content. That means to be satisfied. I know both how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things. I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, to abound and to suffer need. I, listen, can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. <laughs> Amen. Huh? It was not that. Huh? I was content 
for what God had done. Thank God. He realized that it wasn't him, but it was God in him doing the work. Yes. Huh? My favorite verse in the Bible, one of them, huh, for sure. Paul said, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Huh? Myself is crucified to him, but yet I'm alive. Yet not me, <laughs> but Christ lives in me. And the life that I live now in the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God, who what? Loved me and gave himself for me. Yeah. That's as personal as it gets. Amen. Ain't you glad this morning for God's grace? Ain't you glad he saved you today? Huh? We are the call, people. We're called out of this world. We're in this church because God called us out of the world. Amen. When I say world, I'm talking about out of the life of sin. Yes. Huh? We're still in the world, the physical world. Amen. Mm -hmm. And I could go on. I could think of the testimonies of you guys and, and point out each one of you. I appreciate Peggy being here so much. She's Amen. been a blessing and a help. Yes. Amen. I appreciate that. I thought about Don. What story he told me? He said he was a little boy. How old was you when you first went to church? Nine, ten? Ten years old? Yes. Went to church. Huh? Dressed with what clothes he had. Huh? Whatever they were. Huh? And the preacher told him, You want to come to this church? You're going to have to change your clothes. Huh? A little boy at 10 years old, a preacher saying, huh? you want to come to my church? You know what happened to Don? He got discouraged. That hurt him. Huh? At that young age, huh? it affected him. I'll never go back to another church again. I'm done. If that's the type of people that are in the house of God. I do not have to. I'm just saying this to myself. You know what I mean? How you might probably feel. Huh? And he stayed out of the church, never went back again. Until Brother Abrish came. Amen. And he came back. And he's been here ever since. Yes. Huh? 20 years? 25, maybe? 50. What? Huh? Oh, there we go. Talk about yes. how long I didn't go back for 50 years. For 50 years. 50 years never went back to a church. Hmm? A little preacher about my size comes down to the church. <laughs> Anybody knew Brother Abrams knew how powerful and spiritual this man was. Huh? Don and Joyce came. Yes. After 50 years, huh, he comes back to church. Huh, walks in this church and has been here ever since. And has been faithful to come to every service we have. Right. Huh, you can depend on him huh, uh, just as sure as I'm going to come through that door. He's going to come. 
Huh? And him and Joyce, I want to tell you, I've told him this many times, they'd be the hell and a strength to my ministry. Because I can depend on them to be in the house of God to support me. Right. Huh? What was it, Don? It was God's amazing grace that pulled you back here. Huh? Amen? Now I'm done. But it was your daughter <laughs> that set the example. Right. Amen. Huh? Teresa, my friend, somewhere along the way, she met Christ, huh? huh? And took her children to church faithfully every Sunday. Huh? Amen. And she done what God had taught her to do. And, and it was his grace that brought her into the church. And it was his grace that uses her today. What a blessing, sister, you are right. in this church. All the things that you do. Huh? Which is a lot. Believe me, down through the years. Huh? There's rewards in heaven for you. Amen. God's keeping track. Amen. And the treasures, my friend, are piling up. Woo! I tell you what, I can't wait to get over there. Amen. Not for the treasures, but just to see Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Praise God. Huh? Just one life, one conversion, huh? Can change the lives of so many people. Amen. John Newton. When he got saved, huh? in his physical life, there was multitudes of people changed. And I want to tell you, after his death, and after the hymns he wrote, huh? there was a lot of lives changed through his hymns. One of them was the song we sing, Amazing Grace. How sweet is that?